and welcome to The Bali Effect. How you doing, Hannah? Hi, Dee Dee. I'm doing well. Oh my goodness. So we are here. It's a rainy day in the city. P- raining, pouring, yes. gray. Yes, that's Gloom. okay. Gloom. No, but you know, the, the, the farmers are happy. This is true. Somewhere. <laughs> and if global warming didn't exist, there'd be snow. That's the part that makes me sad. But, know. you know, maybe. Anyway. We're here. We're here now. And we, we're, we're winging it, kind of, mm-hmm. because we're still trying to find our sea legs. Had an amazing recording session to kick off the season yes. not too long ago. I don't know about you, but my head is still spinning from the conversation. Still spinning. And I want to pick up where we left off. Oh, okay. Well, it's just us today. Okay. Because, you know, we're, there's so much to dig into. And I, I must say that, uh, as we were starting to plan with things, you you called me out on something that I had no awareness of, <laughs> and you know, listen, you know it's it's fine when people catch you off guard, but you're like, Didi, you never talk about yourself on the show. I'm like, why would I? I don't feel interesting enough. That's the, that's okay. the ironic thing. That's why I'm here. I'm going to draw it all out. You know. And it's funny because I have friends who I have invited and begged to come on for such a long time. They're like, but I have nothing to say. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're the most fascinating person I know to so many people. And you all know who you are out there. I'm not going to name names right now. That's right. But when you said that to me, I was like, but I don't, I I don't know. What would I say that anybody would want to hear anything about? I don't know. Plenty. Well, here we are. I'm interviewing you and you're interviewing me and then we'll try to see if anybody gives a damn. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) The floor is yours, my dear. (laughs) All right. If the floor is mine, Dee Dee, then I want to, I want to read a little passage to you because when Drea um, asked about what the concept behind Bali effect was, you mentioned that it's about um, conversations that we have with guests surrounding healing and spirituality. And so I was reading Harriet the Spy to mm. my eight-year-old daughter. Mm. Did you read that book? Classic. Do you remember? I saw the movie. Oh, you saw the movie. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. Okay. So old golly, the nurse, Harriet's nurse, she reads this aloud, this edifying passage. It says, love all God's creation, the whole and every grain of sand in it. Love every leaf, every ray of God's light. Love the animals, love the plants, love everything. If you love everything, you will perceive the divine mystery in things. Once you perceive it, you will begin to comprehend it better every day. And you will come to at last to love the whole world with an all-embracing love. And that jumped off the page at me. Holy shit. Right? I can't even say this after that. I know. So oh it's so the character was Old Golly that was reading it, but it's from a Russian novelist named, I'm going to butcher his name, Fyodor Dostoevsky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really thought that that was a good sort of passage to in theme with what this podcast is all about. So comments how did that land with you damn you straight out the gate (laughs) straight out the gate girl (laughs) that is remarkable maybe talk to me about your like rituals around healing and spirituality 
Oh, oh, we don't have enough time. I, I, we really don't. So clock's ticking, girl. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, wow. I, I really am. I'm speechless. I, I prefer listening than mm-hmm. I do speaking. So I, I'm going to fumble through this one. I'm deeply moved by that. And I'm moved that whatever has been done on this project has elicited that interpretation, um, that, that is seen as something that is relevant to, to what we've tried to do. Uh, because it certainly, there is a spiritual lens behind just how I process all, well, a lot of my experiences. I won't say I'm walking around like just tuned in at mm-hmm. all moments because sometimes, anyway. But um, specifically to the topic of healing, my rituals, I wish I could say that they are very disciplined and that they're very consistent. Mm-hmm. I find I'm a lot more intentional about seeking and and practicing healing rituals when I'm in my most broken places. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quite relevant right now, in all honesty. That's what they're there for. (sighs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, it's like, like training in the off season. Yeah. Um, you know, you you know what to fall back on. You're creating the muscle memory so that when it's game time, Mm -hmm. it's there, you know, there's something to be said about, um, preparation for the, the the blows that life throws to you. Um, so for me, right now, 2023, what I am definitely trying to do is get up very early. In theory, I'm a morning person. Mm-hmm. I really am. Not so much that I love being up before the sun comes up, but it's so quiet yeah. and it's so peaceful. And the phone isn't jumping and the the emails don't have to be answered immediately. And there's just a stillness that I really, really find very regenerating. Mm. So I try to tap into that. I try to wake up very early to just have time for myself. Um, I'm right now reading some sacred texts because I believe that people have been struggling with life for centuries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am very interested in the insights that they share. And so right now I'm, I'm working my way through the Old Testament. And I'm also working my way through a Buddhist text by uh, a monk, um, Teach Nhat Hanh. Wow. And both of them largely are speaking about very, very similar concepts. Mm-hmm. But I just find time contemplating some sense of direction um, and some yearning for peace to be very helpful. And so after I read that stuff, I'll read for about like 20 minutes or so. Um, it's usually followed by some journaling because that's my chance to hold the mirror up to myself. Yes, And then I'll meditate for however long. When I really have like a delicious Sunday where I like don't have to do anything or, yeah. you know, go anywhere. I can go in for like an hour or two. Um, but in the morning before the day, I'm lucky if I really can give it 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But that helps my process when I just feel completely broken. Um, but that, but I, I want to flip it back <laughs> to you. You can't have me going all there. What are your Those rituals? Are good. Um, getting outside. 
mm-hmm. which can be a challenge on a day like today, cold, mm-hmm. rainy. Mm-hmm. Um, but taking a walk, I have two dogs, and so they need it. I need it. Mm-hmm. But doing it sans telephone. Ooh. So there's no bang, bang, booms, no interruptions. I can hear the breeze and the birds, and it is very refreshing. Um, and then on the inside, I feel like, I mean, you know me, nourishment through food, but food is medicine. And so eating really clean, um, can really make a big difference. Or if you're like, oh, I just need comfort eating something that's really delicious, regardless of what the calorie fat count. No, put all that aside. If it tastes good, it makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. You go for it. I love it. So Haagen-Dazs can heal me. Hagen does can heal. Okay. Oh, I am on the path to healing because there's plenty of that. Okay. Oh, very good. Very good. That actually relates to a question slightly, I mean, kind of for forecasting what I think one of your answers might be. Hannah, what what are your love languages? Oh, well, my my love language is cooking. Okay. And I For yourself or for other people? For other people. Okay. Both. Um because I think ev- everyone's a storyteller. I have a hard time telling stories through words. Like actually when my kids have said, Mom, tell me a story about when you were a little girl. And they went through a phase where they would ask me every day. Mm-hmm. And I felt like silenced. I couldn't come up with something. I don't know why. But Interesting. I can try to speak to people and tell them how much I care about them through making them breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. It's just, it's a way to connect. It's a way to connect with people. I mean, truly, because they're internalizing what I'm creating, but Mm -hmm. yeah, food, cooking. I mean, I don't want to say hospitality in my own house, but like there's something about setting the table. That's beautiful. Why not? You're welcoming welcoming people to your sacred space. I think that's exactly it. So setting the table, setting the mood. It's, it sets it sets a tone, mm-hmm. and you're excellent at it. Thank you. I wonder, do you receive love through food as well? Like, do you? If, if I came in with a tray mm. of cookies, mm. now they're not going to taste as good as the ones you make. But if I made them and I was like, here, would you feel that as a love gesture, or would you just be like, oh, she tried, how cute? A little bit of both. Ooh! <laughs> Honesty. <laughs> to be totally honest. Okay. No, my friends will tell you, Hannah, that bitch, she won't eat cookies. I'm not going to give them to her. <laughs> but, but the act of cre- of making something mm-hmm. is amazing. Okay. So, I'm just not a big cookie girl. Okay. See, the, it's interesting. If you, you made that. me soup, uh huh. now you're speaking my language. <gasps> yeah. Okay, so I actually think that there's a bigger conversation here because when people talk about like the love languages, there's like the the ones that people know, but there's many different ways to share your love. Yeah. What I what I have found, what I'm realizing is that the way that I express my love is not necessarily the way that I receive it. Yes. So for you, you can cook it and you know, it's all heart, but you would reject my little cookie plate in part. Never rejected. Okay. Well, just not eaten. Well, <laughs> I'm being honest with you, Beauty. I appreciate that. I, well, you know, I, just, I really, I made a really good soup the other day. See? 
coconut curry chicken oh. chowder with slam it. So I will duly note it. I'm putting that in the back. I, I had a one of my um, yoga clients actually made me, she's so kind and wonderful. She made me a coconut Thai curry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the greatest gift of all times. So okay. You know me. You feel me? Okay. You know me. Excellent. Yes. All right. I, I'll let you go to your next one because I could go off on this just oh. for a very long time. Okay. Um, well, so I want to keep going with this. I'm going to read you something. Oh, and then I want to see where what your response is or sort of where it takes you. Because okay. these, are, these are favorite quotes that I have written down mm-hmm. that I just keep coming back to. So are you familiar with Miss Glennon Doyle? No. Oh, my God. You got to read her books. I know Dostoevsky, but not her. So go ahead. Okay. She's, <laughs> she's fabulous. Okay. She says, this is how she defines family. Mm. Family is where we are both held and free. <laughs> Agree? Disagree? Talk to me. Ooh. Without exposing anybody mm. absolutely agree mm-hmm. absolutely agree um that seems rather dialectical it's like how can you be free and also have this feeling of possession but isn't that the irony of relationship it, it's like mm-hmm. the open hand love yeah. you know it's like that which can rest on your open palm and it's yours mm-hmm. but there's always an open door um, so it's very specific to my life experience. I can't speak for anybody else. Um, I feel that pff, apart from, from my faith, like my family is the most valuable thing that I have mm. in my life. Um, and that I don't, I try not to take for granted, but there are people who have, I know, um, not only loved me, but have let me go. Mm. And I know that's hard. Um, it's hard in ways that I can't imagine because, you know, I have not had my own children. But if, if I think if my parents could have their way, I'd be living, you know, like next door or at home. Uh, I do not. And I appreciate the support to spread my wings, to live my life, you know, the way that I have as perfectly and as messed up. And I know there's so many ways in which, you know, family, not just my parents, like I've got aunts, I've got uncles, I've got cousins, shout out to all of you. I've got my brothers, like lots and lots of beautiful people um, who see me effing up or who see me doing things somewhat okay Mm. and are equally enthusiastic about just being supportive on both sides of that. So I, it's, it's what I treasure the most as cliched as it sounds, but yes. Well, how about you, my dear? That's a great one. I can't not put it back to you. Full, full agreement, um, held and free, you know, the whole sort of concept of roots and wings, Mm -hmm. grow your roots, spread your wings. Yeah. I just, I loved that. Um, because you know, with families, when, I do. I feel held, but I feel that I can be my most authentic self. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And and for me, it's a way of being – it was my first introduction to acceptance. Mm. And not that it was perfect mm-hmm. at all, but just knowing that there's some corner of the universe where it's okay to be your 360 – 
is very, very empowering, I think, for the rest of life. Um, I think that it's great to have a foundation where you can then replicate in your other relationships. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because it's so difficult to, especially in the affairs of the heart, mm. to be okay with letting people go, mm -hmm. to be who they need to be, want to be. If you have that secure, I think, rooting, mm -hmm. it's much, much easier. But I certainly know, I've experienced it, I've, I've been on the giving side of it, the receiving side of it, where you want to to hang on and hold on. And it's like, that's not what any of this is. Yeah. Not the real stuff, you know, the superficial yes. stuff. It's, you know, clingy, but yeah, it's very liberating. Okay. So, well, I have a question, another question for you. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> what are you appreciating most about yourself these days? Oh. Hmm. I... I'm appreciating listening to my intuition mm. because everybody has it, but like you should really listen to it because there's an inner wisdom, right? That like I hate for everything to come back to the body for me, <laughs> but that Let gut, it. it's all about, you know, it's all about the gut, man. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. that, you know, listen to your gut. Um and finally <laughs> learning from mistakes that I've made or situations that I've been in. And you start to see, like, I finally, at the age that I am, see, I see patterns of like, oh, I've been in that situation before with like that exact same type of person. Mm -hmm. This time, I'm going to handle the situation differently. Listen, that's what they say, that like life, you know, the journey of life is to learn certain yes. lessons. And if you don't get it on the first round, mm -hmm. it's just going to keep on presenting itself over and over and over again. It's like you see the people that like date the same person. Yes. Repeatedly, like yes. for like decades, and it's like it always it never works out. It's like because you didn't you didn't learn it the, the last time, and yeah. you just you know, heal your shit from your childhood. That's what you're really trying to do through person A, B, C, D. You know, uh huh. It's all over the place. Oh, am I saying too much? Uh huh. No. <laughs> nope. It's good. This is why we're here. This is why we're here. No, it's true. It's yeah. true. Well, in my experience, I don't know about mm. other people's, but that's a good one. You know, that reminds me. When I was at least at least ten years ago, shoot, fifteen years ago, <laughs> oh, man, because um, I remember where I was living at the time, and it was about fifteen years ago. I was brushing my teeth. Some of the most like mind blowing revelations I have gotten in my bathroom. Teeth brushing, shower, shower. Oh yes, huge one. Yes, like, we've had conversations about the stuff that drops in the shower. Mm -hmm. This particular one, I was brushing my teeth and this refrain was like going in my head. It's like guts, guts. You got to pay attention to the things that take guts, guts. And I was like, what is it about guts? And it's like, write it down. And so I wrote down like long, lengthwise, G-U-T-S. Yeah. And it just came to me, God up to something. Whoa. Out of nowhere. This is like your Lynn Manuel Miranda moment where like songs come to you and it's true. No, it, but something came to you and I applaud you for writing it down because it's in those moments in the shower, brushing teeth, that those like 
amazing thoughts of wisdom or information, they're so fleeting. They are because like, you'll have it, and then poof, well, it's gone. gone. It is gone. So, and and I want to. I want this year. I want to be more open to being on the receiving end, to hearing them, and then capturing them. Write them you down. Know? They're like bubbles, mm-hmm. just like flooding. They'll pop, mm-hmm. and they're gone. But that was a biggie. So now it's yeah. like anything that takes guts. Yes. There's something behind it. Uh-huh. So I love that you're tuning into your guts mm-hmm. in this season. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's really... Can I ask you another one? Go for it. Okay. Okay. And if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. Oh, geez. Okay. But what's one of the biggest challenges you find yourself wrestling with lately? That might be related to the last guy. I have, a, I have, an, I have an answer to this question. Okay, good. Go. So I have been described as an enthusiastic person no yes it is true (laughs) but enthusiasm is a double-edged sword say more so i'll get really excited about something and say i'm all in yes sign me up how can i help let me do this but then sometimes i find myself in these situations where i'm like oh i'm actually not that excited about this or oh i've bitten off more than I can chew or, but wait, I don't have the time for this. So I have to keep my enthusiasm in check. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. So like feel the excitement, but don't necessarily immediately respond to it. I see. I gotta let things like percolate for a little bit longer. I think, I, I don't think that's, I think that's very, very wise. Thank you. I think it's very, very wise. And I think enthusiasm is the spice of life, but I also have been described as an enthusiastic person, so mm-hmm. I'm the wrong person to ask. For that. <laughs> but that's really that's a happy dilemma. It it is a very happy dilemma. You know. Yes. That is fine to me. Okay. All right. I have another one. Oh, geez. Okay. I'm full of go them. go go. Tell me about one of your life's most pivotal moments. Like the question of the podcast. <laughs> Come on, you baptism by fire. You have to. Ooh. Wow. And and I'll and I will just break it down just a little for those who might be new to the show. Mm. Just it can be anything, mm-hmm. but just something where there really was a pivot. Like before this experience, I was here in my outlook or whatever, and then after I was like, hmm, maybe the needle moved just a little bit, mm. or just kind of turned a pinch. Anything at all. So. This isn't groundbreaking, but I'm going to piggyback on your last question in that with my enthusiasm. So like, for example, I am very interested in food as medicine, as I mentioned before, and plants and like the different medicinal properties behind different plants. And with that, I signed up for this course Mm -hmm. um, that teaches teaches you about herbal medicine um, specifically for women and different health issues. Ooh, and so needed, that information. So needed, and it's so historic, right? And this is what's been passed down from mama to mama, and mm-hmm. and I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I then thought, 
you like the check was or the pivotal moment was I'm allowed to be interested in things and like maybe just read a book or experiment in my garden. I don't have to sign up for a course and, you know, pay X amount of money and do the time mm. to then teach it to other people. Like I have this thing in my head that where I have to, if I've signed up for something, then I have to prove myself. Mm. Like I took a yoga teacher training class. Well, now I must teach. Mm. And I'm learning that I don't have to do that anymore. I'm allowed to just have interests. Oh. So a little bit more human being than human doing. <gasps> oh, <laughs> say that one more time. Say that one more time. We're going to do a little more being and a little less doing. Now, this is not me trying to like be a slacker and to, you know, get rid of responsibilities, but I don't have to prove myself. Or who do I have to prove myself to? Answer the question. Just me. And who and my are kids. you trying to? I know. <laughs> There's a line about kids that I'm not going to go to. Maybe let's say, they're great. That is huge, especially in a town like this where everybody well, has a e hustle. Yes. Everybody is, you know, got a resume 10 pages mm -hmm. long. Everybody's got 50 million degrees. Everybody's got a bank. Or yes. at least it seems that way. Yes. Everybody's Instagram is so fucking impressive. Uh -huh. And it's just like, for what? It, how much of that is even real? I know. You know, mm -hmm. how, how many of any of that stuff, that external stuff is producing contentment or peace? How much of it is producing burnout? A lot of it is producing burnout. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling with that yeah. right now in a big way. Like that's a part of my healing, like trying to come back from years of burnout, mm -hmm. quite frankly. And still, I, I don't have the, the answer, but human being as opposed to human doing. Right? Like it's been defined already, human beings. Wow. I know. Can I ask what your intentions were in the doing and then in the being? Is there a difference between the two? I think just this let, you know, it's just sort of the outside pressures of having to prove myself beyond what my most important job is right now, which is taking care of my family. Um, be, but, but you don't ha like, you know, I'm just learning that I don't have to be the best <laughs> yoga teacher or an expert in, you know, herbal medicine, I, I can just have an interest in it. Even what you're doing right now in this moment, talking about this passion mm. and putting this information just into the ears of whoever is listening, we love you, whoever you are, there is still opportunity for you to share and to be a fount of wisdom mm. without a piece of paper. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And so who's to say that you're being mm. still will not empower others. Oh, well, thank you. Because then I actually think that th there that might even be a more empowered place to to be the teacher from. It's like I did this for me. Yeah, I really did this because I love 
this subject, if the rest of y'all, you know, happen to get blessed off of the overflow that's coming out of my cup, fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think this is, is the end of this area of study for you Mm. in whatever form it takes. You know, even if it's just you bringing me like a super healthy smoothie Mm -hmm. one day, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. it could be great. It could be great. So, um, I know, Lord have mercy. All right. We're, we're, we're good on time. We're doing okay. Yeah. I do have one more and then I'm I'm free agent. Okay. What would even the people that know you well, Mm. perhaps be surprised to learn about you? That I'm a hot mess? No. <laughs> that um, I think... And that's okay if that's the answer. Well... That's the answer for me. <laughs> um, I think... Well, it's funny. I, I'm always a little bit flattered, but also a little bit surprised when people are like, you get mad? <laughs> because I think mm. the yoga teacher presence mm-hmm. and the au natural in the food world presence is like calming. But and the image too. See, listener land, you can't see, but she's oh. gorgeous. <laughs> oh my god! And she's well put together, and she's always styling on him. So I could see that. And you're always so you you present as happy. Thank you. It's- and I am happy, but everyone loses it, man. Oh yeah, everyone loses it. Mm-hmm. Do you use the F word? Yes. <laughs> Not alone, Seema. So much so that my two children both used it over the weekend. My husband and I were dying. I mean, it was absolutely hilarious, but I was like, okay, we've reached a whole, this is a whole new, like, this is a whole new phase of life. It's actually kind of fun. Did I already reveal the the ages of my children? (laughs) Hey, it's all right. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Everybody gets upset. Absolutely. Yeah. We and, but I've, to. but, and that's totally normal, but it's all about after the rupture, it's all about repair. Okay. And it can be hard to, okay. you know, uh-huh. like apologize for something. But if you acknowledge, like, wow, I really freaked out and raised my voice and I'm really sorry. Is, are you, do you struggle with apology and like accountability and all that stuff? Actually, no, but it's always hard to apologize to your own child. Oh. Yeah. Because you're, you know, parents are supposed to be perfect. Well, exactly. <laughs> that is far from the truth. I I learned that around 30. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> still learning. <laughs> Definitely still learning. Still learning. I, I love them very, very much. All right. Can I direct this back at you now? Oh, God. Okay. So we're going to – let's go back to the our first episode of the season. Okay. Again, with okay. Ms. Drea. Mm-hmm. And she said something along the lines of, you got to have a breakdown to break through. (sighs) So we're not that far into January 2023, but what has – can you talk about your most recent – or it doesn't have to be most recent, but like in your head, most significant breakdown to break through? This is big talk, not small talk. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. You just threw down the... the, the You just said rapid fire at me. No, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Um, 
I mean, it's in my head. I know exactly the moment that ah, I'm thinking of. It's okay. just the question of am I comfortable I understand. putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to think about that one for a little bit? To, you know, yeah, Auntie Oprah said. <laughs> love you know, Auntie Oprah. Love Auntie Oprah. That, you know, you have to. You have to save some of it for yourself. Yes. And so when I say break, I, I really, she's absolutely right. The the breakthroughs really do come after breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I I really, the holidays were very challenging um, for me because I got to be with, you know, friends and family that I love. And that's great. Um, what I know, and perhaps you can relate to this, mm-hmm. is that the people that are closest to me, my family, they worry about me all the time, yeah. you know, um, and just want me to be okay and they want me to be well. And, and it, for me, it does create a little bit of hesitancy to really reveal all the, the struggle, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And so I knew that, okay, I get through the holidays, but I really do need some time by myself when I get back to town to just process some really heavy blows that I've taken um, by the end of the year. So I came back and in the finally, finally, I had just one day, just one day where I didn't have to go anywhere. Like I could have gone somewhere and there's all sorts of things to do and get distracted. But I deliberately was like, the only place I'm going is to the bathroom or to the kitchen Mm. or this living room. And that's it. That is it. Because the last year has been really, really challenging. Um, On the hierarchy of struggle, I know it could be so dramatically, dramatically worse. And so I don't want to make it seem, you know, horrific. But, you know, I lost my home. Mm. And all that came with that was this prolonged state of of struggle. Um, I've lost friends in this past year. And so there's a, this prolonged process of grieving those you know it's hard to lose people to death that's 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 hard it's horrible Mm -hmm. it's unspeakable it is i think in some ways equally i won't even speak to the pain of it but your logical mind my logical mind or my my mind that yearns for logic so 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 much of the time in some ways struggles even more when I lose relationships to people that are still walking around and breathing. Mm. Because I can understand the finality of transition to the new big party upstairs, as I describe it. It's a lot more difficult when it's just this chapter is over. Oh. And logically, I understand when it when it gets there, it's like, all right, let, let's let's move this. But there has to be a grieving process. Yes, and and it's hard as fuck because mm-hmm. you can't speed. I can't speed my way through it. Not for the people that I really, really love. Yeah. So I've got a couple of those, you know, okay. in the fire. Um, there's been death. There's been just endings of, of things. 
So all of that piling in on top of working too much, not getting sleep, you know, stress, blah, 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 dealing with finding home, whatever. By the end of the year, I was just done. And so finally took one day and was just like, I just need to sit with this. And when I did, did the things like reading the sacred text, Mm -hmm. meditation, writing in my journal, and it was in the journaling time. It was in that time, I mean, like page 15 of the journal, because I just had the whole day in my robe. It was like a rainyish day. Um, This is only like a couple of weeks ago. So this is, I'm not far removed from it. Um, But just writing and writing and writing and I'm weeping. I mean, I am just crying my eyes out and really asking myself, like, why is it affecting me this much, like all of it? Um, I had heard somebody say years ago, like, if it's making you hysterical, it's probably historical. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's time of year. Yes. Morgan Rose, if you're listening, Dee Dee is in the depths of winter. I saw her post. Yes, Sister Rose is on some of this <laughs> stuff, and I completely relate. And yeah. so I was just like, let me just dig this shit up. Good for you. Why, 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 why? And what my, like, what felt like the breakdown was when I recognized and acknowledged to myself, it's like, it's always there, but when I see it and I'm like, oh, this is why I'm so fractured. Mm. It's because there are some wounds that were inflicted a long time ago Mm. that have almost operated like a curse Mm -hmm. for like the last 30 years. Wow. And that was really hard to see. Yes. But then it changed everything. Talk about a body moment. I'm like, yes. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, I'm by myself, you know, but that's why, like, I am a fan of, like, the alone time. I am a fan of it because, one, I realize so many things. One, I'm like, I have not spent a day just by myself where the entire purpose of the day was to focus on my healing. Yeah. Since, like, the beginning of 2020, when I got COVID, OG COVID, in March of 2020, <laughs> when nobody knew what the heck was going on. And I'm, like, sitting on my deathbed, really. I knew I was going to die oh. and tell that story another time. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're like, this is it, you know, you're thinking about, like, I just, I, I really need to try to do what I can to to heal but that was two, almost three years ago. And wow. I have not in this entire time taken any time for just my healing. And by the end of that, ex- that experience a couple of weeks ago and like looking the ugly in the face, it, it, it was beautiful. It's almost like, you know, like there's the tornado mm-hmm. and it's all crazy outside of the tornado. But you if found you found the eye, but if you find the eye, there's like stillness in the middle of it. Yeah. Cause then it's like, Oh, well that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And that's all I had to say, like really say to like write down to myself, like you got told this stuff and this shit happened and to protect innocent. Of course I can't speak to the mm-hmm. specifics, but it's like, but it wasn't true. It actually is not true. And you can see things differently. And then I was just like, whoa, what just happened? Wow. 
And I'm still like trying to figure out how to accept that and and wear this new skin. Mm-hmm. But it definitely, I, I I feel it has pivoted things for me. Good for you. Ladies but. and gentlemen, you take the time and go in and excavate and you are your own best healer. Yeah. And, and I, I can say so much of it's just, it's not even recognizing um, how distracted we are. Yes. From our potential. We are distracted. Distracted from even knowing that we're operating under these falsehoods. Yes. You know, or, yes. or just harms, you know, it's, it's really true that, you know, things can, can hit you once and, and just carry for so long. Mm-hmm. And had I not taken that time, I'd, I'd still be, you know, just kind of, oh my gosh. And to be clear, the grief process continues. Mm-hmm. It, it's not over, but it just, extends the the parameters around what I'm dealing with and, and helps me to understand it more. And when I get more understanding, it it does help to move things along. Because it's like, well, because at the end of the day, where I really do seek to land is that, well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's not bad. It just, it just is. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, I still got a pulse. So that has to count for something. It sure does. Damn. Man. Wow. Thanks for, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for diving deep. Well, you asked for it. I know. I did not mean to. I didn't know that's where we were going. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Okay. There you have it. What else do I have left? I don't know. I know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. This is... It. Hannah, what do you hope for most in this season for yourself ah in this season of this podcast sure or whatever or this season of the year both um do the year first and then the podcast the year is to again or feel like we're on this theme of slowing down and paying attention mm-hmm. um and noticing you know i am sort of you go from like having babies to you're in the weeds with infants and toddlers and then like things begin to slow down and then all of a sudden they start to get big and then you're like oh wait they are not always going to want to hang out with me Mm. so just slowing down and really paying attention to the growth of the growth the maturing of my kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it goes by quick it does i i oh my gosh i had a moment i i saw some Kids who I had not seen in about five years, they're totally different people. Mm. I was expecting the little baby version yes, and saw this like giant. I'm like, wait, what? And you know, it happened to you when you're a kid and you're like, why do they make such a big deal? Right, I know. You've gotten so big. Right, but a lot happens quickly. So Yeah. So family time, slowing down. And then with this podcast, Mm -hmm. being introduced to all new people and hearing their stories and hearing the way they tell their stories. I love it. And I actually, I think that, uh, you know, outside looking in, you do not give yourself enough credit for being an extraordinary storyteller and communicator. And I mean, what is a story? I know. 
What's a story? I know. Life is a damn story. It is. A collection of stories. You're good at it. We're gonna thank you. We're gonna flesh it out. Mm-hmm. But I, I, my, my, my hope is the same. I, I, I just love doing this. I love listening to what everybody has to say. There's some wonderful people that I hope that we get to speak to. But there's some people that I cert I don't know at all. Right. Who I trust are gonna come our way mm-hmm. and going to bless us and, and many others and you just never know you yeah. never know can't wait trying to trust the unknowns mm-hmm. that's a hard one for me mm-hmm. i've been like really really resisting the temptation to go like speak to clairvoyance because i just would prefer like oh give me a clue like throw I... me a bone <laughs> like just i just need a little uh, left or right because i really don't know i'm struggling with, you know mm-hmm. all of that but then perhaps this other part of me this other voice is saying is it really gonna make a difference because at the end of the day it's gonna be what it's gonna be yeah and it's the process and getting there yeah do you believe that what is meant to be will be uh Yes. I don't know. Kind of, sort of, but I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on the way your life turns out. It does. And I actually, I don't, I don't, I don't think I believe in it. I used to. Okay. And I want it. I want to. Right. I want to, like in the Hollywood version of living, I want to believe. Oh, yes, absolutely. But I don't, I actually think that like life, like the creator gives us far too much free will. Yeah to really fulfill everything that we potentially have the opportunity to or even are called to. I think like people can mess up the path, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that the alternate path that you then pursue because you messed one up is not going to be sacred because all paths are sacred. But I don't believe in the whole like, oh, going to do. No, it's if you work towards it. If you're intentional about it, if you put effort, you know, towards things, then you'll achieve, more likely achieve a certain outcome. Like, I want to lose these 10 pounds. I can wish it to high kingdoms. I think you and I, let's both give a confident no to (laughs) what it's meant to be will be. Nope. (laughs) Sorry. I think what you work towards more than likely is what will be. But that aside, um, we're at time. Yet again. But this is what I hope will be. That we'll do another one of these. That will happen. <laughs> Faux show. Thank you, Hannah. Thanks, Dee Love it. I love you. Love you too. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that does it for this episode of The Bali Effect. Thank you from the bottom, the top, and the center of our hearts for exploring life's pivotal moments with us. We really do love you for listening. And we'd love to stay in touch, so please follow us on Instagram at the underscore Bali underscore effect and subscribe to The Bali Effect wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to tune in next time when we ask another precious person about their life journey because a Bali moment can happen at any time. And it can happen to anyone, especially you. Thank you! We love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.